As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hello, we're going to get straight to it. This is now a support group podcast for everyone who is stressed out by Michael. Um, this is a safe environment for everyone who's ever been remotely mugged off by a man wearing trousers that look like pedal pushers. Um, we hear you and we're here for you. We are, uh, <laughs> but also we should probably do this properly, so... <laughs> Welcome to episode 13 of Vice Does Love Island. I'm Lauren O'Neill, staff writer at Vice.com. I'm Emma Garland, features editor at Vice.com. Vice Does Love Island will be the best and most loyal source of unofficial, non-ITV-affiliated Love Island chat for the duration of season five. We'll be here every Tuesday and Friday to unpack the goings-on on the island where literally nobody likes, let alone loves each other. <laughs> the theme of the last few days has basically been aggro. <laughs> so now we're going to do the raunchy recap while punching each other. Yeah. You bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> So on Friday's episode, which is where we kind of left off last time, Jordan, Tommy and Anton were sent to the supermarket, which, <laughs> as an aside, Tommy Fury claims to never have done in his life. He also didn't really do it this time. He just sat in the trolley while they pushed him around like a four-year-old. Yeah, and then pretended to say different words in Spanish that oh, were yeah. absolutely yeah. not the yeah, words. He, he cannot speak Spanish. <laughs> I know the amount of Spanish that gets me through about 5% of Primavera. Yeah. Nothing beyond true. that. But at the supermarket, uh, at the checkout at the end, Anton supposedly gave the shop assistant his phone number, or at least like said he did for a laugh, even though he's in a couple with Belle. This is important information to hold on to for later. Because there's a lot going on and this is very multifaceted. So when the boys got back, they had to cook dinner for everyone. And they had dinner in couples outside the villa. During this time, Tommy told Molly what happened with Anton, while at the same time Jordan denied that anything had happened to Anna. So there's like kind of a lot of Chinese whispers going on, which was kind yeah. of amazing to watch actually. It literally spread like wildfire. <laughs> it was like a really boring like subplot in American Pie or something. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, as soon as Molly found out, obviously she told literally everyone with an earshot and then Anna got crossed with Jordan. Tommy told Anton that he told Molly what had happened. God, it's, it's like all about the he said she school, said school. Like, yeah, like he told me that you said to her. Like, it is kind of amazing to watch it happen in real time, though, because yeah. it was because it was like the visual gag of them all like turning round in their seats to like hear it. It's like their heads like 
swiveled like Linda Blair from The Exorcist or something at the merest hint of gossip. Yeah, and if it didn't happen like that, it's an excellent feat of editing. Like there was a bit last night when someone was arguing and then it cut to Chris and he was doing the funniest face I've ever seen. (laughs) Chris actually has a really good reaction face. He does, he does. With regards to the checkout woman, Anton blamed this on laddie banter, which is an awful two words and told Belle who actually seems to kind of take it on the chin and not really mind that much and was just like oh you know you can't expect him to not have banter with his mates like boys will be boys all that which is quite accepting of her not really in the tradition of this show where someone probably would have flipped a table if it was anyone else (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh, Belle is very not asked about lots of things but then extremely asked about other stuff which will come to about the fact that she's a respectable woman I love her. Me too. Uh, anyway, so the next day, there was a challenge called Snog Marry Pie, mm-hmm. which resulted in a massive fight between Belle and Anton because he didn't choose to snog her. He maintains that he was planning to marry her, though. <laughs> uh, uh, so instead, he kissed Anna on the lips. They both insisted the other had mugged them off. I Actually, this is the thing. Like, I think we should try to summarise this as quickly as possible because it's <laughs> just so ridiculous. Basically, they both just got annoyed at each other for not responding to the situation in the way that they wanted. Yeah. And it was really stressful to watch. Watch, but it also kind of carried on throughout the day and ended in like a quite big bust up later, which we'll also get to. So then the Islanders got a text saying that they'd be going to the Island Club, which is kind of like an entire club that looks like a porn set. <laughs> and in Love Island lore, though the club means that they get to have a night out, it also means someone is usually going home or something terrible is about to happen. Yeah. And they all get excited. And I'm like, have you not seen this show? Yeah, <laughs> like, anytime they give you like a little scrap of fun, it comes with the caveat of like doom. Like yeah. Anna's, but it's like, oh, Anna, it's your birthday. Well done. We're sending people home. Yeah. <laughs> um, so during the night out, yeah, as I said, Belle and Anton had an even bigger bust up, which resulted in her like screaming at him like she's in the Queen Vic. <laughs> and I was living. And Amber also at this point told Michael how she really feels about him yeah. in a really sweet admission of her feelings. And he kind of just sat there and was like, OK, OK thanks and that was it but whatever (laughs) at this point the man is a lost cause yeah emotions really like it's like water off a duck's back for him they really just don't sink in he seems to just not be able to process them it's interesting it's an interesting (laughs) case study Uh, anyway, then Caroline Flack arrived in a Porsche, obviously, and announced... <laughs> Why do they try to make her, like, seem so prestige? Because she's, like, the least prestige woman. And that's n- no offence. I just mean, like, we can't all be prestige. I'm not. But, yeah, she has more of an all-bar-one vibe yeah. than, <laughs> yeah, than definitely. Like, a Porsche vibe. Yeah, which is a fine vibe to have. Like, yeah. embrace it. But it's very much, like, those girls at university that are sort of like quite well off and they get like shuttled to lectures and like a car that their dad has hired for them and it's like (laughs) inexplicably in a caftan anyway Um, so she uh, came bearing bad news (laughs) and which was that the two least popular couples with the public were at risk of going home and these couples were Anna and Jordan and Joanna and Michael So the Islanders were then given the choice to save one couple and they picked Anna and Jordan, which fairly obviously feels about right. Yeah. Um, And then they had to save only one person out of Michael and Joanna and they picked Michael because Mm -hmm. presumably he's got more friends and has been there longer. Yeah. Joanna was not pleased. (laughs) I think she was mad because he didn't say, oh, obviously I'm coming home with you. Yeah. And then sort of avoided him when she left and then called him a snake. (laughs) Which, you know, mood. But he also sort of like, I think, was sort of riding on the assumption that he would be leaving while also not saying it. But then he also just didn't leave. I don't know what this man is doing. Yeah, I don't actually think he was going to leave. No. My thought 
before the episode was that he was going to leave to prove a point. Yeah. And because he's, like, very proud and wants to convince everyone, including himself, that he actually, like, likes Joanna, which very clearly, he kind of probably fancies her, but I don't think they, like, have any sort of, like, deeper connection from what you can see. I don't know, man. I just, I think... He just wants to stay. He doesn't like her that much. He wants the free holiday for a bit longer. Yeah, like, I was going to say, it's basically the equivalent to, like, someone's girlfriend going home, like, in the middle of a holiday and yeah. then being like, oh, bye, babe, really love you, but, like, I just really want my experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, you, you don't care, obviously, and that's fine, but just stop pretending like yeah. you do. Yeah, it's not, it's not great. But anyway, so the next day, Anton and Belle made up, and also... Curtis had finally made his mind up about the girl he wants to get to know most out of Maura and Francesca. <laughs> Fairly obviously, he picked Maura and they had some quite like serious looking snogs, which I was like very surprised about actually. I was yeah. like, this is not a judgment on like Curtis's appearance or anything like that, but it's more just like he doesn't seem to me to be a deeply fanciable man. Yeah, he lo- he looks like he the has sort of person... youth worker like vibes. Yeah, so... he doesn't really seem like someone who kisses with tongues. So this is why it was surprising. However, Maura then announced afterwards that her vagina was quote unquote throbbing, throbbing, throbbing. <laughs> so that was good. Yeah, and I'm glad they didn't take that out to be honest because <laughs> she's the only person like giving us any sort of like graphic information. Yeah, too graphic Which, perhaps. Too but... graphic. Yeah, <laughs> but also like yeah, I don't know, man. Who knew that Curtis was horny? <laughs> like, just didn't seem Not to have it. So at the end of Monday's episode, Michael took it upon himself to tell Amber that nothing would happen between them again in a very horrible way. Yeah. He didn't even say hello to her. He, he just said, sit, sit down. down. Like a dog. Like, he's who gross. are you? It's gross, man. Like, um, so at the end of Monday night's episode, finally, it was revealed that three new Islanders would be joining the show, which shit look for them really because if you applied to go on and then got chosen with only two weeks left you'd be so annoyed yeah that would be so shit because you obviously this is like your one shot and you're gonna be on it for about 48 hours before you get shipped home exactly like you don't even get the holiday no like it's gonna suck it's worse than going Casa Amora I think yeah because at least Casa Amora you've got a chance yeah I I just like I don't care at this point I'm so tired and so (laughs) over it and I what the last thing I need is like three new people also one of the girls announced that she was looking for someone (laughs) tall and hilarious (laughs) which an insane combination of characteristics but I think she was implying that she like wanted to get to know Ovi or whatever but yeah my main takeaway is I can't believe Curtis finally made an actual decision but I wonder (laughs) was it the right one so I wonder if we could have an emotional breakdown about it let's This is the bit of the podcast where we break down into bite-sized little chunklets. The crying and screaming is good. Yeah, it's good. (laughs) Chunklet. Should we talk about Amy's glow-up? Yeah, so outside of the villa, Amy's out and has done a big interview with OK Magazine, which I don't think is out yet. But she yesterday posted some photos on social media where she looked fucking amazing. She's had, like, the full breakup haircut. She's cut all the hair off. She's Yeah, she's cut half her hair off and got ringlets or whatever. Yeah, and, you know, like a bit of a balayage or something. Yeah. And done her eye makeup. But she looked really good and I'm really, like, I think she's great. Well... The thing about Amy, though, is that she is very, very good at static photo shoots. Like, yeah. she's a pageant queen. Yeah, right? that's So, true. like, when it comes to, like, getting done up and then standing there, yeah. she's 10 out of 10. Yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> truly, truly. She's a legend. One thing about Amy, and this is why I think she is actually going to do a book, I'm sure of it. She's, like, really good at writing Instagram captions. <laughs> like, really long and emotional yeah. ones. Like, I was nearly made to cry by her one that she did about leaving British Airways. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's going to so, release, like, the inverse of the game. She's my new favourite 
been loving it forever. It's called, I, I think I said last time that it's going to be called Statements, Not Questions. God. I can't wait. <laughs> but yeah, good for Amy. Happy for her. Really glad she's out and looking amazing. She also had like a very, very like overwhelming support on social media. Like everyone retweeting saying how nice she looked and stuff like well, that. Well, that's nice. Love Which to see that. Which is nice, yeah. Also, a follower watch, she has almost on a million. So leaving was definitely the best thing to do because I think actually like when she was in the villa, there was a bit of viewer... Not animosity, but, like, people weren't sure about her because they didn't like necessarily how she was shown to yeah. react to certain situations. But really, she's done the best thing she could have done yeah, for herself because now you can't really see her in anything but a positive light and yeah, good for her. Yeah, 100%. So elsewhere, Curtis remains. Yes. Uh, <laughs> horny, horny Curtis uh, and horny, horny Maura. Finally. Together they horny. are. <laughs> uh, I don't actually hate it like I wasn't sure I thought Maura had just kind of decided on him a bit but I do think she actually quite just seemed to quite like him well she does she does the baby voice she around does do him the baby voice. which is a uh, international sign of woman fancying a man it's true <laughs> hello oh, you think I'm pretty Cortez Cortez <laughs> Cortis, can I have a massage? I'm, I'm leaving now. That's <laughs> <disgusting>. <laughs> I still can't see it. There is something about it where I'm just like, their energies don't seem to go together. However, when they had the snog, I was like, fair play. I can imagine her like walking him around on a leash. Can't you though? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but it's true. Tell me I'm wrong. Excited for Curtis and Maura's future appearances at fetish clubs all over the country. Yes, that's going to be their version of doing PA. It's going to be sick. (laughs) To move on, Amber and Michael. um, I think that she has really, like, turned it around because I can see why earlier in the series people thought she was maybe like slightly immature and like not really like giving it her all with like her relationship with him but since everything's kicked off she's been so honest and so like mature about it all and maybe she just like needed this bad thing to happen or whatever to like make her act like a bit more appropriately or whatever but I just think that he's like not giving her anything back and no respect or anything it sucks man like and obviously we only get to see a certain edit and you know I'm sure it's like a lot more than what we're seeing but like what we are seeing is not great well ever since he sort of came back from Casa and War he's been talking to people like his soul has left his body yeah. <laughs> there's like no emotion in how he speaks to people at all yeah that makes it really hard to like process anything that he's saying because the only things that he does say then come across really nasty yeah I think also fundamentally it's important to like dig into the root causes of what's happened and it is literally <laughs> that challenge they had where a tweet said that Michael was whipped yeah. and like since then he has completely changed because he just like refuses to be seen in this way like yeah. on TV even if he did like Amber I don't know man he's just like not endearing himself and obviously I don't think at this point the audience would be that stoked if they got back together because they don't really like how he acts but like if he wants to stay in if as he so <laughs> claims like that would have been the better move like just saying he's just been very very unkind and she's done nothing but try to be honest yeah. and I, I hope that it, it's putting her off him really, yeah. so she can just like get over it and the stuff way, the way he spoke to her on the Monday night episode was really really gross yeah. I was really sad about it yeah it just it upsets me to see people being spoken to like that in any context she didn't do anything like no. if she'd done something wrong then maybe they'd have grounds for an argument but like 
not sit down. Like, yeah. who are you talking to? They're like, just sort of who are walking you? off. Then we move on to the other drama of the week, which is Belle and Anton. And let me tell you, <laughs> the daughter of a gangster film star really jumped out, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. Honestly, like, there's nothing I live for more on this programme than, like, women screaming at men in, like, well-lit environments. Yeah. And so this she... was a real treat for me. <laughs> yeah, she does have a proper, like soap opera so woman good. personality but when she actually... was just screaming that she's a respectable woman I was just like eject it like I just I love that shit it's so old school and just also like her describing herself as having old school values I'm just like you are just like off EastEnders aren't you I love you <laughs> but yeah Anton all the men this year seem to have this habit of like acting like they're so reasonable and mm. these women are just kicking off for no reason and murmur and it's actually not true like you know, they don't do these things in a vacuum. They're not being emotional for, like, out of nowhere. Yeah. It's always because the dudes have, like, done something that's mean. And they're, none of the men seem to be, like... Actually, except for Curtis, who did seem to kind of allow Amy to have her point of view and, like, mm. y- you know, in general. But mostly, the dudes are not really taking responsibility for their actions, is what I'm saying. And then when the women express themselves about it, they're like, oh, that's just a lack of maturity. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. Like, what well, do you expect? Yeah, there's just, like, a massive cognitive dissonance between... And I'm not saying that, obviously, like, screaming and shouting at people is necessarily the best way to go <laughs> about anything, but the men just can't really recognise the root of the problem behind the screaming. Yeah. And then they have to wait 24 hours for them to have, like, a quiet chat, like, yeah. the next day for them to then like speak very literally and like calmly about what happened yeah and it's like can you not deduce that for yourself it Mm. seems pretty obvious what's happened in all of these situations i know importantly one couple the best couple is totally like overthrowing the whole point and concept of this show which i live for and I would like to begin an official campaign to get them to win. Basically, I'm talking about Amber and Obi and how if they win, we will officially have made this into Friend Island, <laughs> which is what I want so desperately. Well, that's what we deserve this yeah. year. Like we've mentioned this a few times, but there's barely anyone in there who actually likes each. Like nah. that people don't like each other. There's not enough strong couples. Yeah, like, it's really I agree. not been the vibe of 2019. No, and I think that. However, the friendships are really strong. Yeah. And I think that Amber and Ovi's bond, which is completely platonic and, like, lovely to watch. Because, honestly, like, a lot of the, like, romantic dealings are really hard to watch. Yeah. Whereas, like, the friend stuff is, like, actually a bit of, like, relief. And that's actually what I'm enjoying (laughs) about it this year. Yeah. So, like, just let the friends win. That's what I want. (laughs) Yeah, I've had enough of all this, like, psychological and romantic trauma. I just want the nice friendships. Yeah, like, Ovi putting his head in Amber's hair when they got through and stuff like that. It's just just sweet. It's just lovely. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I want to see Tommy and Lucy eating hot sauce together forever and Amber and Ovi just being lovely and supportive. Yeah, exactly. That's what I want to. (laughs) So basically, at this point, there's two weeks left and essentially two strong couples in the entire place. So it's all to play for. We're excited to see what else could go wrong i'm very excited can you imagine how much of like the producers must be doing their absolute nut just trying to chuck people in that are like the exact categories of what people like just to try and get some couples yeah um but yeah we're so excited in fact that uh, we're gonna make some pretty little predictions 
So what else might go wrong? <laughs> More people split up. Yeah, uh, yeah. Tommy, no Tommy, Tommy and Molly May split up. Jordan and Anna split up because he doesn't tell her like a small amount of information There's about someone else's gossip. so crucial yeah. to her, yeah. <laughs> I love that though. She's like, tell me, you know, she would not drop it. And yeah. I appreciate it. It's proper, like if you trusted me, you'd tell me everything. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, it. it just doesn't matter. Legend. Uh, yeah, so I reckon everyone's going to break up. I can't wait, personally, <laughs> to leave Amber and Ovi to ride victorious to the end. Will Michael leave? Uh, I wish he would. I know. <laughs> it's actually just bringing the vibe down massively, isn't he? Yeah, he's point? harshing my mellow. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> he's just always wearing trousers that are... Like too short, but not in an ankle grazing way, just like in a like a bit of a shin way, mm. and you know, being rude to people and saying that people are childish. Yeah, childish. He's gonna um, go back to just... uh, his job as a firefighter, and then he'll go and like find someone like just stuck in a tree or something and refuse to get them down because they're being childish. Yeah, and then why'd just you leave climb them? up there? That's childish. <laughs> Will Joanna ever speak to Michael again? No, do you think? and she shouldn't. <laughs> like, if you're like this guy's like been telling you for weeks, oh, you're exactly what I wanted. Like, I can't wait to like have our like life outside the villa with you. And then you get kicked out, and he just stops there. Come yeah. on. She did say on her way out though that when he comes out, hopefully they'll be able to rebuild things. You know, I think she just really wants her like two kids with their Louis Vuitton backpacks. Like, what about the new people? Like, there's a blonde girl who seems to be a Geordie, and then an Irish guy, mm-hmm. and quite like curvy girl in Love Island terms yeah um, who says that she's as I said looking for someone tall and hilarious so yeah I don't really know I feel like the tall and hilarious one is obviously kind of probably going to gravitate towards Ovi it be interesting to see you know if more is into Irish guys or whatever yeah. whether that is a bit of a you know spicy thing with Curtis and you know if she has her little head turned but I kind of just want someone for Amber although actually maybe I don't because I just want her and Ovi to win yeah. I don't know man I just don't want them to maybe the up. tall and hel- hilarious fancier might Chris, go for Chris she might he's tall and goofy yeah. at least yeah so I'm that not might... sure I'd quite go as far as hilarious but you know <laughs> he, he can have a go yeah wacky yeah and wacky Chris finally when are we getting the best challenge in the whole show the lie detector, the motherfucking lie detector, which is just easily causes the most drama of the whole year. Yeah, I really wish they brought it in before now. I know there's been enough drama to keep us thing. going over. Like but it... this now, because it's going to be like loads of people who aren't in proper couples like doing the lie detector. But it's also so funny because it's <laughs> always like questions like, do you see yourself spending your life with yeah. blah? And then the boy's like, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then it's a lie. And then she goes like fucking ape shit. Like, yeah. I can't wait. It's so funny. I said that like, I was just like, it could have solved all the problems. Like it's a, like it actually works. Or yeah. Something. Like, it's real. Like, will someone please bring the lie detector in? This scientifically proven thing that doesn't go on heart rate and body temperature at all. The only one that's going to come back, like, 100% accurate is Ovi, just because he's so, like, unbothered by anything. Also, Tommy, like, Tommy can't lie. Yeah, that's no What way. if he does? What if what if the thing that happens is all of Tommy's are all like fucked up don't, and then Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> and that finally splits that. up him and Molly May. God. Cause... They wouldn't split them up. They wouldn't split them up. They know how close they are to, to the money. And I'm not saying that but in she a doesn't rude way. Ca- famously doesn't she doesn't care about the money. She doesn't care about the money, but she also, you know, if they did win and they happened to win 25 grand each, that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world for Molly May. Like, it would be okay to win, she supposes, I imagine. <laughs> 
So that's it from Vices Love Island for today. Join us next time when we'll know, probably in harrowing detail, unfortunately, what Maura and Curtis sleeping in the same bed looks like. <laughs> will her vagina ever stop traveling? Oh, oh, probably it'll just get worse, presumably. <laughs> uh, Did you get that look, that really? <laughs> but we'll have all the answers and more on Friday the 19th of July. Vices Love Island is produced by Eva Krisiak and it is a Vice UK production. Please subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode. And if you're enjoying it, be sure to rate us on iTunes or your preferred podcast provider. See ya, babe. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So... Talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.